Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into What Makes Me Mad, a podcast where things that make me mad, they make me annoyed, they trigger me, they rub me the wrong way, they will end up on the podcast where I will discuss why they make me mad. I am your host, Callahan Steed. This is episode 33 of the podcast. I have some good news to report, though, about the podcast. Uh, I am in a slight uptick in viewership. I don't know how this has happened. I don't know what I have done besides obviously put out the best damn podcast there is in the land. But uh, my estimated audience size has gone up from four listeners to six listeners. And you may be wondering, well, Cal, what are you getting so excited for about? I mean, that's only about a, two people that listen. But the positive side of it is that more people are listening to not only new episodes that I'm putting out, they're also listening to older episodes that I have put out as well, too. It's so all that's doing is just adding to my success uh, and revenue stream that I'm getting from Anchor, a whole a uh, penny that I get from a uh, new listener uh, that, or I think it's if you listen on a different device, if you really want to get technical with it, where um, you listen to the episode, you hear that little advertisement in the v- beginning where I tell you about Anchor, and then, uh, yeah, um, I get paid a penny for that viewership. Or for, So it's basically like, if I get a bunch of people that listen to the podcast, I could get paid a little more. So that's why I kind of get excited when I talk about the podcast and the chance of me making money. But yeah, so uh, I am at almost, I think I'm at $1.81 made now from the officially made from the podcast. And it seems like just yesterday I was getting all excited and getting near a dollar in revenue streams. And then uh, I remember even before that I had a podcast episode where I was getting all excited that I was getting near 25 cents for the revenue stream. And so, yeah, as we've discussed before, uh, that I talked with my buddy KO, uh, if you want to start a podcast, definitely use Anchor because you can get paid for it. As of right now, still not a lot, but boy, is it exciting when I get, all of a sudden, check my little cash out uh, stream and all of a sudden I see a couple more cents are added in there because people have not only gone back and listened to the new episodes but also the older episodes as well too that I've been like you want to know what that should have taken off and now to be honest it kind of taken off a little bit so I'm, I'm excited seeing the uh, more uh, viewers going to the podcast episodes because for a while I was only getting about three or four uh, views per episode, and I was like, I mean, I'm not gonna come on here and be like, listen to my podcast, please, but I was like, all right, I don't know what's really going on, but I'm not really gaining much viewership, but yeah, past couple episodes, man, they've kind of been popping off. Also, too, shout out to the Harvatines for listening to the podcast on two different listening platforms, helping me out double there, so I appreciate that. But yeah, so I was like, I think I've mentioned before on here that episode 25 and episode 26 was right when Corona was starting to hit the U.S. and everything and everything was getting canceled. 
And so I was all sad about that. And I feel like those weren't my greatest podcast episodes. And then I was like, man, I'm going to put out a good episode. And so episode 27, I thought, was a damn good episode. And at the time, didn't get a lot of plays. But then it has kind of been revived in a way. Just think of it like The Undertaker. Just sitting back with three viewerships. And then all of a sudden, it sits back up. Because now it is at nine viewerships. Is this not an exciting time or what? But I was like, yes, that's a great episode. I have been complimented on that episode. I know damn well that should have got a lot more success than it did in the beginning. So I'm glad to see some people going back and listening to that. Because it's a damn good episode. People that are dumb on Deal or No Deal make me mad. So I had to bring it up. And so I, uh... So that's gotten more views. Uh, my podcast is a dingy burger joint, which again, I will happily say that it is. I don't get a lot. I'm, I'm not the most successful podcast there is. I'm like a restaurant owner. There are 900 million different restaurants to choose from in the world. But I was telling people, I have my little, uh, a little uh, solid success group, my little regulars that will come in, and maybe one or two people coming in to check out the pod. But you want to know what? I cater to them. Not going to have any fancy reviews written about this podcast, but that's a-okay. I know what my business is, and I know what works. And so, yeah, I was happy that, you know, the podcast kind of starting to see a little... A uh, little revival as of late. And then uh, even Killer Hornets, the episode getting some more plays. And then uh, avoiding parking lots as well, too. Because, again, I don't know what that whole deal is with me just having to walk into awkward situations. Either people are making out in them or they're full-on screaming in the parking lot. So, you know, I, I, it's a give-and-take situation. So I'll just be like, well, just, I'll just... Guess I'll just put them put them on the podcast then. But yeah, a little bit of an uptake though in uh, uh, listenership from the podcast. Uh, that was something I was not really expecting. So I'm in a little bit of a good mood right now. And also to another thing I was not expecting, female listenership of the podcast has also gone up. Can you believe it? You're talking to someone. That in middle school got rejected by three different women in nine seconds at a dance. And now my viewership for the female base is going up. I can't believe it. But I'm pretty pumped about it though. Because what I've mentioned on the podcast before that uh, they are about 92% of my listeners are uh, male. And I'm fine with that. Also too, I was like, all right, why is the female so low? I don't know what I've done again to cater to the female audience, but now it is uh, females at 15% are uh, listenership, I believe it was last time I checked Anchor. But yeah, look at the females coming in to help me out. So now the podcast is, I think I mentioned it before on the on a previous episode, but I'll, by golly, I'll mention it again. I'm drowning in women right now. Drowning in women and drowning in revenue sales. A whole almost $2 in sales and a slight increase in female viewership. I got to go put on my water wings right now because I'm just drowning in success up here.
But nah, yeah, hey, I saw that and I was like, alright, that's what I like to see. A little bit more equal balance, you know. And I've been, again, checking out uh, other states and countries that have been listening to this. I don't know how factual it is or not because I know some people that listen in New Mexico and for some reason it doesn't pop up. Uh, New Mexico doesn't pop up. But then in like other states it makes sense. Like clearly Wisconsin is my strongest revenue source uh, or audience viewership right now. So I got a lot of Wisconsin and then uh, – I think it was Pennsylvania was next, or maybe California, Texas was decently up there. Washington, surprisingly, at 6% coming in. So I was like, all right, go, go Seattle. Let's go from the Seattle viewership area. And so uh, California's got some. Yeah, I have people that in New Mexico that I know have listened to the podcast, but for some reason it doesn't pop up on Anchor. So I'll give a shout-out to New Mexico. Then uh, what else? I had... Alabama has shown up as a percent. New Jersey has shown up as percent. New York as well, too. Virginia and uh, uh, Pennsylvania, I think it was. And Illinois as well, too. Uh, with just under 1%. I have a lot of listeners from Wisconsin, and that's like the only Midwestern state helping me out. So, all right, that's okay, though. But then, uh, uh, no, no, I don't think there's been an increase in international viewership, which was I was kind of open about. But yeah, it was exciting, though, seeing someone from Germany listen to the podcast. Do I know if that's completely true or not? No. But am I going to just believe it because it's funny? Yes. But yes, they're, uh, Germany and then Ireland, again, still holding strong at 4%. And then... Uh, uh, Bosnia, I don't think anyone has listened to any podcast because they're still at like 1%. Same with uh, Estonia. And then I think that's it for international. I'm kind of hoping that uh, someone listens again from international. I'm hoping, I'm hoping for New Zealand. If I, had to pick a, if I had to pick a country to listen to my podcast next, I hope it would be uh, in the New Zealand area because they, they got their shit figured out over there. They got their shit figured out with everything going on in the world. But, yeah, so go go New Zealand if you're listening to the podcast over there. But, yeah, so that was a little update on the podcast. I got all a little excited about that. Got a good, good little time right now. But that's really about the only good news that I can report because as we transition to our ongoing segment here at What Makes Me Mad called Are Things Better? Uh, in the world than, uh, than last recorded on the previous podcast episode. And to answer that, I'm just going to go to Twitter quick, check uh, what's trending right now, and uh, if I can just uh, have this work. Okay, what's going on with Twitter right now? Twitter's kind of being a pain in the ass right now. Uh, the answer to that question is no, things are not going good right now in the world. I don't. E- I can't even begin to fathom or discuss what is just frustrates me, and I really can't get into it because, as I've said before, this is a podcast where I don't want to talk politics. But holy hell, is it getting to the point where I just want to record an episode, light a bunch of bastards up, basically with my words. And then just end it. Because boy is it getting worse and worse, I feel like, in the world. I worked on Tuesday. 
I, I check my phone once I get off work. Again, love checking Twitter to find that some crazy-ass shit has happened in the world. Stuff going on in Minnesota, unfortunately. And stuff also, too, in New York. And then also, too, with the, it, with the unfortunate events that happened in Georgia. Yeah, a lot of racism uh, found out on Twitter. Especially the two happened in the same day where I was just like, <sighs> but yeah, sad, sad situation. I'm not gonna get into it though, uh, just because it's just sad and frustrating, and it's yeah, that's all I can just say about it. It's you know, I'd love to come on here one day and be like, everything's been solved, but. Things really aren't looking good right now in the world. Um, Things are still not being better than where uh, we have last recorded on the podcast. So, yeah, a lot of people are upset in the world, and I don't blame them. I am also frustrated, too, which is why I'm also... Maybe that's why the podcast has gotten a little bit more views. Maybe people are just frustrated and more mad. Again... Really glad I have not made a podcast called What Makes Me Happy. Because, I mean, maybe that would be doing kind of good right now as a positive outlook. But, yeah, not a lot of people that are positive right now. Well, what's going on in my personal life uh, and for the job hunt, still not going good. I have applied to a couple of different places. Um, this time I've gotten some automated messages back saying that your application's been received and you will be notified what's going on. And so I'm at least like, okay, that's at least better than nothing. But still haven't heard back from any of the previous jobs that I've applied to. And thought for sure some of them I would at least have heard some sort of feedback from. But, you know... I don't know. Maybe I'm sending them to the wrong email address, but I'm looking right now, and I'm sure my situation's a lot worse than someone else's in the world, so I shouldn't get too upset about it. But, you know, let's see here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven different jobs right now I have listed on here uh, with everything going on in the world. I haven't gotten a response from a human back from any, or I mean... One of them was my internship. They at least let me know what was going on. So I at least appreciate big radio for that. But, uh, yeah, seven uh, different jobs. Uh, looking right now, uh, two of the companies that I applied to, yeah, they sent me the automated message kind of like, hey, that's what's going on. Your application's currently being reviewed. So I at least appreciate some feedback for that, but... Yeah, uh, to answer the question of the ongoing segment, are things better than what I last recorded? The answer to that is a big fat no, things are not better in the world. So, yeah, what a time to be alive, as I said. Saw a tweet that was like, uh, man, uh, feel bad for all the kids in the future that are going to have to uh, learn uh, to just the year 2020, it's a doozy of a time, man. It is a doozy of a time. And a lot of things there have made me mad. 
But yeah, so what a just a great fun time to be alive. But just wanted to at least point that out that uh, again because I mean, all right, I that's just kind of like the one thing I see everything that's just happening in the world, and I'm just like, well, no, I'll definitely uh, what my answer will be. Are things better in the world? So again, we'll hold out hope. That hope's not really getting answered, though. So, uh, but again, we'll hold out hope that next time I record the podcast, uh, some good will be happening in the world. Uh, but do I think it'll happen? Eh, probably not. What? Yeah. Oh, sorry, I gotta stop yawning. I don't know why I'm yawning. I got a good night's sleep last night. But on the bright side, though, some more sports starting to make their way back. Premier League officially announced uh, when they're coming back, so exciting time. Um, NBA looks like they're going to be coming pretty close here to resuming the season. So go Bucks, go, 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 go. And then uh, NHL has figured out a way, and they're having some fun with it uh, about what they're going to do for their playoff. NFL sounds like they're going to be like, we're going to go through with it, uh, with the season is our full plan. And then um, MLB, though, MLB is a, still a struggle right now uh, with trying to get things underway. Uh, gotta love watching the billionaires and millionaires fight. But if I had to pick a side, I would be on the players' side because the owners, I don't know, these are the same owners that have billions and billions and billions of dollars in their bank account, enough money, you know, to buy a baseball team just for fun, basically. Um, they can uh, charge ridiculous amount of money for ticket prices, uh, concession prices, all that jazz. Don't have to give refunds to uh, rain outs if they really don't want to. Just basically a bunch of... God dang it, I gotta stop yawning, sorry, but basically a bunch of billionaires that are being really cheap with their money, again, showing why they're being really cheap uh, with how much they want to pay the players for a a shortened season. Um, Should the players take a pay cut? Yeah. Uh, Should they take too huge of a pay cut? No, because they're the ones that are going out onto the field to make money for the owners. And the owners have a lot of money to choose from. And I think it's just really dumb that you have all these people that are on unemployment right now. And uh, you got the owners that are all, Ooh, that's spending too much money. We're afraid to give give away too much money back to the players that make our team so successful. (laughs) Yeah, but I've mentioned it before on the podcast, so I'm not going to spend too much time getting into it. But yeah. I, uh, the greedy MLB owners, again, you're just, here's the deal. I'm going to bring it up. I'm going to bring up baseball, uh, on this podcast until they find a date to resume play. That is my little, uh, thing to hopefully get baseball going. So if you're listening, Rob Manfred, and if you're listening, all you greedy owners out there, get your shit together, figure this out. I want to see baseball back on the air. I think a lot of players want to get back. Uh, obviously, in a safe way, of course. There they going on. Um, but, yeah, stop being greedy. So, every time I feel like, 
you guys are struggling to come to an agreement, I'm just going to put you on the next podcast episode. So y'all better figure it out. Uh, take a small hit of revenue and then figure it out from there because I want to see some baseball going on because for crying out loud, it's getting near summer for crying out loud. But I've been watching, a little, again, watching a little South Korean baseball. I think I might have established it before on the podcast. I think I'm switching teams. I'm going to be part of the KT Wiz fan club. Only reason for that is just because I'm a Seinfeld fan. And uh, nobody beats the Wiz, of course. So, yeah. But South Korean baseball, pretty fun watching it. Like, I'll get up for uh, if I roll over. Uh, if I can't sleep, I'll just go downstairs, flip out some baseball while I'll eat some breakfast. So, you know, it's a win-win. And so, yeah, South Korean baseball coming through. But Bundesliga, back in full action. So, I'm happy to see that. Seems like everything's going good there, so... That was at least nice to see, and hopefully, again, everything can just keep getting underway in a safe uh, route. Oh, uh, yeah. That's uh, what I got there, but yeah, I think that's what I'm going to do. Baseball better figure out what's going on, because uh, if they keep pushing it off, I'm going to keep putting them on podcast episodes, and oh, if there's no season, because just people are being greedy... <laughs> I got some bad news for the, for the MLB. Because it's going to be a wild episode then if there's no season. But I am ready to get into this week's episode of What Makes Me Mad. Already 20 minutes in and now I'm just saying I'm ready to get into it. So yeah. But I am ready to get into it though. One of the things... That I've noticed has made me mad recently. Is if you go on Twitter. Not a fun time really right now as I suggested before. But what makes me mad is uh, I've noticed when announcers uh, or sports analysts get criticized by someone on Twitter. And then they reply to that negative tweet. Uh I have noticed a lot of people doing this. Um, I've said it before. I'll say it again. I'm just going to ignore any negativity. I hope people negative tweet at me. Why? Because then that just means they're listening to whatever product I'm putting out. And so I, uh, Jim Ross, uh, famous WWE announcer, current AEW announcer as well too. Uh, some people have criticized his announcing uh, as of late, because he's mispronouncing names or something like that, and Jim Ross kind of getting all mad on Twitter about it, and I'm just like, why, Jim Ross? You're a Hall of Fame announcer. Like, you have the respect to everyone. I understand no one's perfect, and especially I'm not going to criticize someone for mispronouncing a name, because I absolutely butcher everyone's name. Uh, even uh, the simplest names, I will find a way to mispronounce. So I don't fault anyone for that. But when you're a uh, top class announcer, I feel like you really don't need to respond to people on the internet. Just if someone says, hey, you suck, I'm not going to respond back. Or, who you did this, this, and this. I'm not going to respond back. Just let them live their life. I'll live mine. And then another announcer that I saw who I really like listening to, uh, Marty Smith, 
from ESPN. I like listening to his podcast. I haven't listened to a couple as of late. Unfortunately, just timing issues, but he's uh, just a really good human being, basically. Really nice guy. Uh, not too negative or anything like that, and just a good, good-hearted person. And his whole thing was, uh, he talks about how social media can be like a disease or whatever, and like you don't need to listen to what people are saying about you. And he's on it, and he's not on it too much. But then I noticed he uh, was retweeting someone that kept constantly negatively going after him. It's just like, why? Don't give him any attention. Half these people, just all that they want is a retweet and attention from people coming after them. So why give them that attention? Just let them have their 20 followers and that's it. And just constantly trying to bombard you with tweets. Don't give them any attention. Don't give them the spotlight. And especially coming from Marty Smith, too, is like, oh, you know, social media, it can be basically a disease sometimes, which it can be. And it's just like, well, then if you're telling us don't listen to the negativity, then why are you responding to it? Like, don't. People are going to be stupid online. And if some, and if I ever become huge and famous, like sometimes people just do it uh, to either A, let their followers just go after them. Uh and uh, get into Twitter Twitter arguments with them, or B, uh, to, like, expose them, or C, just uh, poke the fire and just be like, all right, I'll bite, entertain me for a little bit. And it's just like, I'm not going to... There's only, what, 24 hours in a day? I don't got the time to respond to people being all negative on Twitter. So if I ever become rich and famous, yeah, I ain't really going to worry about people who have negative things to say about me. I know who I am as a person. I respect me as a person. The people around me that I respect respect me as a person. And you want to know what? That's all I need to worry about. I don't need to worry about what some schmuck in Kansas is saying about uh, my sports opinions. I ain't going to worry about it. I'm going to just do me. And that's all I got to worry about. And so all the people that uh, would try to come... As I said, if someone tries coming after me on Twitter, I'm not going to worry about it. Unless I know you. Then, yeah, then I'll engage. Because that is just like having a conversation all over again, basically. But if it's just some random person, I'm just going to be like, whatever. It's just, hey, thanks for listening. That's it. That's all you got to do. Hey, thanks for listening. Instead of being all, dude, why is he getting all mad? Like, yeah, Jim, like, now that I think about it, Jim Ross was like, uh, he retweeted someone saying uh, that his performance wasn't that great as of late. Not only did he retweet it, but then he also had another follow-up tweet where he's like, oh, get, like that was sarcastic, like, oh, guess I was doing this great. And don't get me wrong, I love Jim Ross as a commentator, and I have tremendous respect for the man. But it's like, you don't need to let some dude's tweet who you've never met met before, we'll never probably meet anyway, uh, you don't need to let that tweet get in your head that much, so, a lot more shit to worry about, I got bigger fish to fry, than, uh, some person trying to talk negatively about me on Twitter, someone tries talking positive about me, hey, I'm fine with that, I'll happily respond to people, uh, I've done that before, Twitter can be a great place sometimes, but also, too, the negativity can definitely flow, and, uh, the only thing I'm going to worry about flowing is my hair, uh, and I'm not going to worry about no negativity.
So, yeah, I, I, I just see these sports announcers responding to people that are all negative, and it's just like, don't worry about it. You are famous and make millions, and you get to do the greatest job in the world where you get paid to announce sports. Don't worry about what some schmuck in Idaho has to say about you. All right? A bunch of negative nancies anyway. Just just let them go be all negative neds on Twitter or whatever, and you live your life, all right? Jim Ross, Marty Smith, and any other people that have been like, duh. I get all mad when people say negative things. People are going to say negative things. When you're a huge platform, when you have a huge platform, someone's going to say something negative about you. So you can't get them all. You can't win them all. So just you got to just deal with it. Roll with the punches. Not worry about it. But then I think that makes me mad uh, that I saw or was doing some thinking about. I don't know if y'all remember uh, old Snapchat in a way, but uh, you want to know what I really miss? Old Snapchat. And what makes me mad is just Snapchat how it is now. And it makes me mad when I remember how good it used to be. Um, So Snapchat... If you guys uh, aren't on social media, uh, which most of you are, but if you aren't, it's just a social media platform uh, where you can send self-destructing text messages, basically, um, that are like pictures, basically, or also, too, you can take videos of it. And it used to be really good where they used to um, have... Snapchats, you know, of your friend of store that your friends put on your story or fr- your Snapchat friends put stuff on their stories that you could see. But then also, too, if you wanted to, like, uh, say there was a, a football game or something like that, they would take Snapchats of like what was going on in that game, put it all into a story, basically. And then, like, you could click through it and kind of get highlights of it, which was kind of cool. And then also, too. There's been other things like uh, best of college snaps, and it's just a bunch of funny Snapchats of people doing funny things in the residence halls and stuff like that. Like I saw one where it was um, people were playing uh, dominoes with their human dominoes with their mattresses. So someone came running up with uh, one of their mattresses, hit someone, and then they fell, and then like dominoes just knocked them all over with the mattresses. Really funny, right? But now with Snapchat, it's like you got to subscribe to all these different accounts. Uh, I don't think it costs money, but I would just rather just click through it than have to take that little small step and hit subscribe and not know what I'm getting into. And you see, when I think about old Snapchat, I remember especially one in particular. Because y'all remember when 2016 used to be a wild time and everyone was like, Man, what a crazy year 2016 turned out to be. And then 2020 was just like, ha ha, you just wait. But uh, yeah, so they did a Snapchat thing uh, where it was like, send your snaps in about 2016. And it was just basically like all organized about 2016 through years. Starts off with like people like going about Harambe. And then there was funny commentary about Harambe. Again, rest in peace uh, to the gorilla uh, at the zoo that got shot. Um and then that turned into a whole thing, and then everything crazy that kind of happened the summer. Oh yeah, there uh, the movie It came out, I think, and then uh, there's a uptake uptick in uh, clowns, murder clowns or something like that. And then 
the Cubs won the World Series. Cleveland won a championship. And then, so yeah, it went went through all that. And it was really funny to watch, right? But now it's like whenever you want to watch something that has taken place, like you got to subscribe to it. And it's just really frustrating because it's like, well, maybe I want to be entertained and watch some of that stuff too. Because I like, sometimes people can be really creative online and I just want to quickly go through it. I don't. I shouldn't need to subscribe to a Snapchat account just so I can watch a video. Like, just let me watch the video. It's on a public platform. And so, whenever I think of old Snapchat or old Snapchat uh, back in like 2016 was when it was prime. But then they all messed it up because they decided to move all your friends' stories to the left. So Snapchat is basically also too. If you don't know it, it's kind of like a brochure, a trifold kind of in a way. Your middle is your camera lens, and then if you go over to the left, it's going to be like your friends list, and if you sent snaps to people, and like kind of like a text message text message setting where your newest has uh, gone up to the top, basically. Um, and then if you go all the way to the right, is where you would see all the stories. But what they did was they took your friend's stories, smushed them all on the left, and it was really pain in the ass, to navigate through and then the right was just for like celebrities and influencers that you could subscribe and then people got really mad so then they put the friends back on the right side uh but they still have all the celebrities and influencers that you still have to subscribe to on the right and when i just think back to old the old days of snapchat i'm just like man it's not what it once was but yeah I was just thinking about that recently, and I was just like, man, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I hate how some companies now will completely, like, just throw all their customers into a complete loop when business is just going completely fine. If business is booming, don't change up your model. If business is not booming, okay, yeah, then maybe change up your model, but just stick the course. I hate it when... Even, like, when they change up their logos, it's just, like, why? Just just keep doing what you're doing. Like, that slight logo change isn't going to make any difference. But, yeah, Snapchat, though, I miss old Snapchat, basically, is what I'll get at here. But, yeah, I was just like, come on now. Nothing that makes me mad is uh, not being able to ease into summer weather. So... This is basically how summer so far in Wisconsin has gone, or how it's been. It was winter. It was really cold. And then May, there was like a week where it was really nice weather. And then it got really cold and rainy. Then I think there might have been some snow or something like that, too, maybe. I don't know when. May was a long, quick, short month, all in one. I don't know how to describe it. Um, And then uh, almost near June... And then uh, it was kind of like one of those deals. Well, we know summer's right around the corner. And I feel like normal temperatures should be you slightly warm up and then you get to summer temperatures. And then I know you'll have some high temps and some low temps. But it should not go from like 50 degree highs one day to 89 with a bunch of humidity where it's extremely hot and not very fun to be outside. And then all of a sudden it goes back down to about 70 degrees. See, 
The weather right now is perfect. It is. I have the windows open in my house, and it's about 71 degrees in here, right? And so that's like perfect, you know, getting into summer weather, I feel like. But what makes me mad is how we went from 50 degrees one day to then all of a sudden 80 degrees and completely muggy and humid and just not good weather. And then all the way back down, it's like, can't we just ease into summer? Can't we just ease into the nice warm weather instead? No, we got to be just like a roller coaster. We go up, down, up, down, up, down. And it's just like, come on. But yeah, so for like three straight days, it was really humid out. And then guess what? That humidity is going to return. And so I uh, was, I saw that, that the humidity was going to return. I'm just like, ugh. Humidity makes me mad. It's not needed. Temperature's 89 degrees outside. Should just be 89 degrees. Shouldn't uh, be uh, hotter than what it is, but God, the humidity past couple days was not very fun. But so then it was like some storms rolled through and then cooled everything down. And so now it's perfect weather. It's like sweatshirts and sweat uh, sweats or sweatshirt. Short slash sweatpants weather, and that's my favorite kind of seasons, basically. Uh, but that's obviously not going to last very long because it's going to be humid again. And so, I'm just like, ugh. just wish it would be nice if we could just ease into summer weather. But no, everything's just got to be uh, uh, un- very wild and unpredictable because that's what 2020 is. It's, it's just wild and unpredictable. I don't know why, but I guess that's just the way it is. Uh, it sucks. But yeah, I wish it could just roll into weather. Roll into easy weather, you know, but no, can't do that. And another thing that makes me mad is people that get uh, really riled up over slight inconveniences. So I mentioned it, I think, on last week's episode of the podcast where... Uh, I discussed that Culver's, or just our Culver, or the Culver's I work at, was going to be doing 11 to 7 um, for a little bit, just open from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m., drive through only, that's it. Uh, for the most part, people have been fine with that, uh, and I think we end that uh, this Sunday, uh, if everything just still again goes according to plan. Uh but just tricky time right now, trying to navigate everything. Uh, but some people are very upset over slight inconveniences of either not being able to do call-ins, um, getting to the drive-thru uh, just a little after 7 and still wanting to order even though we had closed at 7. Uh, nothing we could have done. Not our fault that someone uh, got exposed to covid And then uh, we had to put a bunch of people in self-quarantine, basically. So we had a very small, limited crew to work with. But yeah, a lot lot of things dealing, going on in the world. But Lord help Becky that she couldn't get her butter burger and custard. Oh, boo-hoo. Or that she literally couldn't have just drove to the two other stores in Janesville uh, because uh, one of them is not open right now. I think they're going to open back up uh, next Friday, I want to say. Not entirely sure. Uh, but um, 
I don't know if we were even able to change our temporary hours on uh, uh, the internet, but it clearly says on there, things might be different because of COVID. Uh, but yeah, slight inconveniences for people. Lord help them, man. And uh, we've mentioned it before at the at work, and I've even mentioned it on the podcast here too. Uh, this is def- this has definitely brought out some good in a lot of people, but then it's also brought out a lot of bad in a lot of people. So I'm going to focus on those bad people and talk about them on the podcast because, again, that's what happens. If you're a bad person, I'm going to put you on the podcast. Uh, we had, let's see here, one lady uh, throw a complete hissy fit, basically scammed us in a way. Oh, I if she wanted basically a sandwich, a cod sandwich, um, set, t- tells us at the window. I was not here for it. Uh, that's what I've heard from people. Uh, that if she wasn't going to like the sandwich, she was going to demand a refund. Uh, didn't well, And guess what? Imagine this. Ate about half the sandwich, wanted a refund. It was completely uh, throwing a tantrum, basically, about it. Just being a complete, you know, I know I, I, I excuse my language. Basically, acting like a crazy-ass bitch uh, for no damn reason. All that you have to do is just be kind with some co just be kind with fast food workers and they'll be kind to you too. Like, it's not that hard. But, like, she was just being a complete a hole about it, making a huge scene because, oh my gosh, Lord help you, lady. You spent money at a fast food restaurant and then just because you didn't like the cod, even though you thought you weren't going to like the cod, made a whole deal about getting her money refunded. Got her money refunded because that's what happens because whoever invented. The customer is always right. Policy should just get a good old-fashioned kick in the nuts um, because they had never worked probably a day in their uh, fast food industry uh, with how entitled some people are. And then also, too, we had someone uh, get throw a little hissy fit at drive-thru again, too, um, because someone in front of them. So, you know, the whole drive-thru thing where sometimes people will be like, hey, can I pay for the person behind them? And so we'll be like, yeah, that's fine. Just, you know, people trying to spread a little bit of kindness in the world. That's what happened with someone. Guy gets up to the window, throws a huge hissy fit that someone paid for his food. And they're like, uh, well, he already paid for it, so you don't have to pay for it. The guy's like, don't want to pay for my food, blah, blah, blah. And, like, I can understand being a proud individual and wanting to pay things with my own money. But, you know what? Someone wants to pay for, like, my food. Let them. And then, like, you want know what? If you want to still spend your money, pay for the person behind you. But so, no, you threw a huge little hissy fit because, again, that's a, the biggest issue going on in the world right now. But luckily, my boy Dalton Sorgo quickly thought, uh, thought quick on his feet and got the situation resolved. I'm not going to tell you guys what he did because I'm a little hazy. Oh, yeah, basically, he just, uh, uh, he was able to figure out a way. Uh, to make the guy think that he paid for it, uh, and then uh, uh, gave him his change back that he would. And But yeah, it's just like, really, dude? Is this where we're at in the world where uh, people gotta be just crazy-ass people at, at, uh, at fast food places? Like, that's your biggest concern right now in the world? There are about 92 other things that we gotta focus on in the world right now, but because you got your food paid for 
and you're throwing a little hissy fit about it, that's the biggest issue right now. Oh, yeah, 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 I tell you, man. And, yeah, just everyone, slight inconvenience. Oh, how hard is it to do a call? And it's like, dude, we don't got the manpower right now for it. And I can just tell you right now. So we opened up for a day just doing uh, carry-out, uh, call-its, mobile ordering, drive through People could come in to the restaurant, but um, no dining. And I can... Uh, that was only for a day, and then everything that happened with the, having to self-quarantine a bunch of people. Um, but I think on Sunday is when we're going to retry to open things back up, and I don't know how I feel about that. Like, it will be nice to kind of go to a little bit back to normal in a way, but I just know damn well people are going to be dicks about shit, and I'm not looking forward to it. Either people are going to be... Uh, not taking our precautions seriously enough or they're going to get all massively butthurt about it um, just because half the people in the country don't want to wear a mask. We're not forcing people to wear a mask, but I could just see someone already just being all uh, uh, getting short just because we're wearing masks. Required to, by the way, uh, which is good, which I'm happy about. But I could just see someone making some snarky comment. Like, people were making snarky cuts. So we closed one. So Wisconsin was one of the first states to, like, close things, like, quickly right away uh, for the dine, for the dining room. And so um, people, even that I remember working that Friday, some people were just kind of snarky coming in. They're like, oh, where's your mask? Or, oh, don't worry, I don't have corona. <laughs> You're so funny. And so I just have a feeling, man, like, People are going to be dicks about either just, oh, you're getting way too serious about the disease, or uh, people are going to be dicks about us not taking it seriously enough. Because I figured out with customer service, you can't win. You can't win with stupidity. So I look forward to probably having more content in the future uh, for episodes of What Makes Me Mad. But I... uh, I just have a strong feeling that it's not going to go well uh, just because people are going to be stupid and uh, not going to be happy about it. And so it'll definitely be an interesting time for sure. I don't know. Maybe everything will go smoothly. That's that's what I'm hoping for. But I just know people are going to be dicks about it. But I'm also going to be kind of glad to, you know, start kind of get getting back to normal uh, a little bit with uh getting customers inside the restaurant at least but yeah just uh from what i've seen especially on the quick trip enthusiast fan club on facebook uh people were talking about what happened when they got uh took down the self-serve coffee machines um and people threw a huge hissy fit so then they had someone at uh the designated area that would just get the coffee for them and then finally they lifted the precautions on that, and then people were, like, super happy that they were able to get their self-serve coffee, and it's like, really, people? That's what we got to worry about right now in the world is for you to get your self-serve coffee, you selfish Shelby? Like, come on, like, there are more things to worry about in the world. Like, your slight inconvenience is not as big of a deal as you think it is. But I just... People, man, they, they don't know how to handle slight inconvenience. Me, 
Blake Earley talking to someone that has been inconvenienced a lot in 2020. And so at this point, I'm just like, oh, okay, no big deal. I'll just try to do this. And even people, it's just dumb, man. Like, oh, wow, you can't get a, yourself served coffee by yourself. A coworker has to get it for you. Like, I can just see it now. So we're going to do something where uh, people get drink cups. So we're going to have, like, a designated area that's going to be blacked off. Customers that order food are going to get drink cups. Or they're going to walk over uh, to the drink cup area that we're going to have blocked off um, by tables. We're going to have two workers apparently in there that are going to get drinks for them. Um, and then they're going to get the drinks, put the lids. That way it's just one worker or two workers just touching the lids and like the condiment area. So that way not a whole shit ton of people are. And I can just see it now. Someone is going to be like, oh, why can't I get my own drink? Or why can't I just get this? And it's like, dude, we're just going to be taking the precautions necessary that the health department has laid out for us. Uh, so that way we don't just contaminate a shit ton of people and don't run the risk. Uh, but I can just see it now. Someone's going to be really stupid uh, or be really selfish or they're going to be slightly inconvenienced and they're going to throw a little hissy fit that they're not going to be able to get their own drinks. Or they're not going to be able to dine in for the restaurant. And it's just really dumb. As I've said, a lot of dumb shit going on in the world right now. You not being able to get your drink uh, just because of a health code situation right now. There's bigger fish to fry right now. So I can just tell that I have a feeling that customers are going to just going to be really snarky about shit and I'm not looking forward to it. I hope I'm proven wrong, but as I've said in my almost six years of working in the fast food industry, I, you figure out that a lot of shitheads in, the, in uh, humanity, basically. A lot of nice people, but a lot of shitheads. But, yeah, it's... uh. That's basically where I'm just going to leave it at. A lot of shitheads in the world. And so, yeah, looking forward to interacting some more with those shitheads. Again, if, you wanna, if they want to interact with me on Twitter, go for it, because I'm not going to respond back. But when I got to deal with them face-to-face and I don't have a screen blocking us, then it's just like, I don't want to deal with this guy. And then I have to deal with them. But I think that's going to do it for this week's episode of What Makes Me Mad. As I've said, at least the one positive is that the podcast is taking, is uh, going back up in views. And so I'm happy about that. And thank you guys for listening. And we'll see you next time. Thank you.